0: Good afternoon, Shay Rudolph. Welcome on VH Berries.
1: Thank you. I'm super excited to talk to you.
0: (laughs) I am super excited as well, as uh, well as been very grateful because you are a genius. How are you doing today?
1: (laughs) I'm doing great. I've been doing homework basically all day, but it's not too bad. And then I was just hanging out with my cat like right before we started this she was being super sweet which is really unusual for her so that was nice
0: right from the beginning Shay Rudolph I saw that on one of your walls you have actually a very large uh, black universe uh, (laughs) with the sentence hold to another universe come on in
1: yeah, that's in my bedroom. My sister and I, we used to share a room and there was one point where I think she was 13 and she wanted to start redecorating it and it was just a wall decal that she picked out and I I haven't taken it down since. I really love it.
0: Actually, I was more Shea Rodolphe into another theory which is that you are trying to hide another past mistakes by uh, putting those very powerful black ink over everything.
1: (laughs) That's that's a good art trick to just paint over things, but no, it's just a wall decal.
0: Absolutely, and I would love to discuss about your universe because you always have this fascination for nature with butterflies, birds and plants but also it translates, first of all, with a production company and A24 and a movie Ladybird
1: I love Lady Bird, it's one of my favorite movies. I love, honestly, like all A24 movies. They're my favorite.
0: (laughs) And Shay Rudolph, what would you say is your uh, meaning of A24 and what it represents for you?
1: Ooh, I think A24 just always makes really, tasteful artistic films that have really compelling (laughs) storylines and really really good actors and the cinematography is always beautiful and you know they have such a diverse range of movies too but i feel like every single one of them that i watch ends up being a favorite of mine so i don't know if they just always sprinkle in some extra magic or something but they always make incredible movies
0: And Shea Rudolph, your universe uh, slash journey also have a very uh, compelling uh, storyline with what we can call a snowball effect (laughs) uh, with a very recent project uh, called The Babysitter Clubs. Can you tell us a little bit more about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So The Babysitter's Club is a really special project to me. It was my first big role that I've ever gotten and it was something that I really really wanted because for a while before I got it I had been kind of wishing that I would work on a project with other young girls my age and be able to become close friends with them and just work on something that's like very sweet and true to who I actually am. And then the Babysitter's Club audition fell right into my lap, and Stacey is a character that is (laughs) very close to my actual personality. And I was working with other girls who were right around my age, and we got super close, just like I had wished for. So it was. Just incredible, it was an amazing experience and I'm so so grateful for it.
0: Making up some friends, Shay Rudolph, but are you really sure about that? Because at the very beginning of season one, uh, there is actually a misunderstanding with a special enemy because she's offering you Twistler and watermelon gummies.
1: yeah i think that's just that's between the characters but in real life we were we were really good friends but it's just because they didn't know that stacy couldn't eat candy so yeah there's a lot that goes on with that storyline i don't want to spoil anything if people haven't seen the first season but yeah
0: (laughs) absolutely but without spoiling the first season shea ridolph we can reveal that your character is very smart with a very um, detailed uh, knowledge about marketing because she's suggesting that targeted social media ads are probably the best marketing strategy because we are figuring out the best ratio of click-through to investments.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Stacy is a very... Very savvy girl. She knows exactly what she's doing at all times, and she's she just yeah. She's very smart, like you said. I agree.
0: Absolutely, and um, in the more global view, what is very inspiring about uh, the Babysitter Club is the inspiring messages behind it. Because your character has uh, a disease uh, called uh, diabetes. Uh, with sugars uh, because her uh, pancreas is not making enough insulins and uh, we can see all the emotional pains and journey she's going through.
1: Exactly yeah I feel like Babysitter's Club is one of many shows that are out there that really hit on these larger subjects that a lot of people can relate to and a lot of people wish to see on the screen because representation comes in so many forms and I feel like the Babysitter's Club really, really hits on all the different ways that you can represent different types of people and in a very natural and sweet and funny and charming way as well. I think it's just, I might might be biased because I'm part of the show, but I think it's an incredible show.
0: I am very curious, uh, Shay Rudolph, about the early days and the genesis of this project because you just told me that you always wanted to do um, a project, a television series, for example, with some of your uh, co-stars of your generation, of our generation. Can you tell us about the very beginning and how it all started?
1: Yeah, so with The Babysitter's Club, I got the first audition and it was just like any regular audition at this point The pandemic hadn't happened, so it was still in-person auditioning, which is my my personal favorite. I think a lot of people prefer in-person auditions, but so I went into the casting office and everybody was super sweet. And I kinda, I try not to dwell on auditions too much and overthink them because then I get a little bit more upset if I don't end up booking the role. So I kinda just, I went in there, I did as best as I could and I felt pretty good about it, but I tried to just forget about everything and move on. And then I got a call back and I went back in-person I wore the same shirt that I wore the first time which ended up being part of what makes it my lucky shirt now and then I heard from that callback that I was up for a chemistry read and so my dad drove me up for the chemistry read and that was also in person which was so fun because I got to meet all the different girls that were going out for all the roles so it was a room full of like a bunch of us basically 13 year olds all trying out for the babysitter's club and they were kind of doing like mix and match like they'd take different ones of us for each role and put us together and see if we had chemistry which is why it's called a chemistry we'd see if we worked together see if it felt supernatural. and then by the end they put us in the group that ended up being cast and they told all the other girls that they could leave and they just needed to redo our audition because they're was an error with the video so they completely tricked us we went back in everybody else left and we did the scene again so that we wouldn't be suspicious of everything and then while we were on video like while they were recording our audition they told us that we booked the role and so it was the five of us standing in there, we were freaking out. I started crying from happiness. It was the first time I ever cried out of joy. And then we brought our parents in. We told them it was just a super sweet moment. And I've, I've truly never had anything like that where I'm told that I booked a role in the room with the other people who booked the role. And it was just, oh my God, it was magical. And then we went and we filmed and it was all super, super fun.
0: I can feel, Shay of the emotion <laughs> when you're describing that very specific day. And what is that lucky shirt for the people who don't know about it?
1: Uh, I don't know if I've ever posted a picture in it or anything. I mostly just do auditions in it, like if it's something that I really care about because I feel like it'll bring me luck. I don't know, but it's just it's like a striped shirt. It has like pastel colors and white and I don't know, I literally got it years ago and I just wore it to the audition for Stacy because I was like, I don't know, this feels very Stacy McGill and then now I wear it like all the time for auditions but it's just a cute like pastel striped shirt, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's very fascinating and one other person or should I say character who loves reading is uh, obviously Claudia Kishi because I feel that every of her sentences could be a quote (laughs) that we could write instead of your actual uh, whole uh, uh, universe on the wall. For example, I've grown accustomed to a certain quality of life, sable, paint, brushes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Claudia, she's also a very smart, savvy character. I love, I love Claudia Kishi. And Stacey and Claudia are definitely like our best friends. They are, they are awesome. They're everything that everybody wants to be,
0: I'd say. <laughs> everything that everyone wants to be, Shay Rudolph. And uh, this uh, title has actually two seasons. And if I understood correctly, it all happened in terms of working during a three years span of time. What would you say was the most uh, important step forward from season one to season two?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. I think for me personally, the most important step in my growth was actually it happened when i watched season one because i saw all these tiny little acting habits that i had that obviously other people who are just watching the show wouldn't pick up on but me i was watching with a very critical eye and seeing if there was anything that i could change or improve for the second season so then i went into the second season with all those things in mind and i was really working on trying to (laughs) get more into the character and just be a better actor overall and not let those tiny little habits slip through um so I I know there are a lot of actors that can't watch themselves and sometimes I don't enjoy it either because I do watch it with that critical eye and it gets very like I start to overthink things but I think that was one of the most helpful things I could have done for myself to just see what I needed to do to get further into Stacey and help bring the storylines to life a little bit better. So, yeah, I think that was the biggest step.
0: I totally understand that to see yourself again on the big screen, to notice those small details that I would never (laughs) notice uh, because of the overall environment, music, dialogues, and all of the frames. And uh, from season one to season two, Shea Rudolph they're actually a new character, a new fictional character called esperanza Kissingston from the United States Census Bureau.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. I totally forgot about that. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I also love the way... um, your crew, your team at a very young age already has one of the best camera ever that you found on a marketplace, which is the Fujifilm. XT10 because I am currently using the Fujifilm
1: oh, really? XT4 <laughs> oh my so gosh. very close oh my gosh that's crazy yeah no Stacy and Claudia they they always find the most incredible things especially I'd say with both of their wardrobes they have amazing style and amazing clothes that was like honestly one of the best parts of playing Stacy just being able to wear all those really really cool really gorgeous clothes
0: and Shea Rudolph this title is all about babysittings, the babysitting club versus the babysitting agency. (laughs) Uh, Do you have a very personal personal relationship with babysitting growing up?
1: Yeah, I actually, over these past couple of years, I have been a babysitter, like, during the school year to make (laughs) a little bit of just, like, extra money, because I'm still a teenager, like, I need pocket cash I need a small job so I I am a babysitter too which everybody anytime I tell somebody that they always laugh and make a joke about the babysitters club but it's it's a really good job and I love kids and it's it's honestly really fun so my sister does it too so we'll kind of sometimes do it together or like I'll take over her jobs when she's off at school and things like that so yeah I'm a babysitter on screen and in real life
0: <laughs> that's a very Funny information, Shea Rudolph, and on one hand, there is babysitting, but also nowadays, more and more commonly, there is the dog sitting with uh, animals that you can walk Mm -hmm. around. It can be another option.
1: Yeah, I've never done that, but I do love animals a lot. I have my cat, and I I do love dogs, even though I don't have a dog, so I might need to try that out sometime.
0: You will need to try that out, Shea Rudolph and I have a suggestion for mm-hmm. you. Instead of posting a random uh, announcement on TikTok or Instagram, you could be, you could do like the television series. Instead of buying a billboard, you can be a human <laughs> billboard.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, that's it's a smart advertising tactic. I gotta say. <laughs>
0: In reality, it's not working at all. But to make a transition with one of your other passions, um, with all of that pocket money, as you can call it, you will be able to afford the electric guitar, but not uh, any electric guitar, the one you were using during the video clip of uh, your own Nirvana song. (sighs) Can you tell us a little bit more about this uh, extraordinary music performances
1: that was super fun that's the first and only music video i've ever done and it was with one of my close friends McKenna grace because she's starting to transition into like putting out her own music which is super incredible i'm so proud of her for that and she asked me if i'd be part of the music video because i play guitar in real life so that electric guitar was actually my own personal guitar that i brought um it was a christmas present a couple years ago i absolutely love it i i honestly prefer acoustic but i also love electric so that was my personal guitar and i brought it to set and we filmed that music video which was super unlike anything else that i've ever done before because i've never really like played a character that's punk rock or in my personal life i'm not really i don't have that style or anything so it was fun to kind of step into someone else's shoes and like feel like a rock star for a day, you know?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. You had Shay Rudolph, a rock star um, style, and that includes, for example, uh, gothic, or uh, I don't know if it's the right uh, adjective, but uh, emo makeup yeah and uh i'm very curious about um the reason why you are preferring acoustic one i assume this is because this is more natural and close to the nature because uh you cannot find an electric plug to plug (laughs) your electric guitar in the middle (laughs) of the wood.
1: yeah you definitely can i don't know though i i just i like the sound of the acoustic guitar more and i think it's like a lot of the songs that I listen to naturally are on an acoustic guitar. So if I wanna learn those songs, it just automatically sounds better on an acoustic. And it has like a, It just has a warmer tone. And I recently got a new acoustic guitar because mine before was like a super cheap used one that I got just in the beginning of me learning how to play guitar because we didn't want to spend a bunch of money on something if I wasn't going to do it for years and years. But now I've been playing it for a couple years. So I decided to invest in a better one and it's red. It's super pretty. It has the most beautiful tone ever. So anytime I want to play guitar, I'm just automatically drawn to that one because I'm obsessed with it.
0: in Definitive, Chez in less than a decade. You went from uh, starting from zero in a cinema to make that video clip with your friend uh, McKenna Grace. And I would love to retrace this journey that started at a very young age because you were born into that environment. Can you tell us a little bit more about those early days?
1: Just like my early acting days?
0: the places where everything started, that fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I kind of, I've kind of always done acting, if I really think about it, or always some sort of, some (laughs) form of performing, I meant to say, Um, and I've always been a very creative person because my mom is an artist, she's a graphic designer, so I've grown up in a very creative household but if i really look back on it i've done acting since like elementary school i would do uh, musical theater like our just our school plays and i always loved those but i never really thought of it as something that i could do as a career until a little bit later when i started taking acting classes and then through the acting classes there was an audition for this kind of I don't know the right word for it, maybe like convention where agents and managers come and they watch young actors perform and then they see if they wanna like meet with you and sign with you. And it was very intimidating all at that point cause I was still only like 10, but so I auditioned for that through my, where I was taking acting classes and then at that place there were a bunch of agents and managers that contacted me and wanted to go out of meetings and then i signed with my first agency and my manager and then from there i started just going out on a bunch of auditions and obviously i didn't book many of the first ones but when i was 11 i booked my <laughs> my first role ever which was a student film and that was just oh my god that was really where it all started because For me, the true magic happens on set when you're surrounded by the other artists that are all collaborating to create this piece of art. And that is just the most incredible feeling in the world. And so uh, the second I stepped foot onto that set, I just knew that it was exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And since that moment, I've kept doing auditions and I've booked other roles. And now I'm here, still auditioning, still hoping that this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. And I just, I love it
0: and Shea Rudolph, when I'm listening to uh, your uh, story and what you're uh, telling me, I can feel that you have a very uh, special relationship with magic because (laughs) it was, remember the the theme of, one of the theme of uh, uh, the Babysitter Club because we can see some moment with uh, uh, some card and uh, the uh, census uh, organization that I mentioned. Would you say that um, you had the sort of luck uh, accepting, of course, the lucky shirt that you always use?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I've always been drawn to magic and thinking about fate and luck and all those kinds of things. As I mentioned earlier, in terms of reading books, I've always loved fantasy books and just kind of... Like worlds that are very different than our own because they kind of give me the sense of like escaping and just like running off into this different land, but um, so that's kind of also what I like to write. I like writing a lot of fantasy and and magic and just things that you don't typically see in this world because I feel like there's something so special about it, and you can kind of do anything when it comes to magic, so, yeah, I think that carries through with a lot of my personal life thinking about luck and trying to manifest
0: things and wishing for stuff that I want. And Shea Rudolph, I also feel that you always have this sense of challenges. And what am I saying uh, when I'm saying that is that you are ready to always start from scratch. For example, in a new discipline, starting with the letter S. I am talking, Shea Rudolph, about screenwriting
1: yes yes i love screenwriting i i think (laughs) it's what it means to me is kind of exactly what you said like just starting off on my own path and taking something that i love and and turning it into something new because obviously i love storytelling i love acting i love movies but At a certain point, I realized that I wanted to be part of creating the stories rather than just helping to tell them because I feel like as an actor, you're often just... Obviously, you have a huge role. You play the character. You're you're telling the story. But as a screenwriter, if you're coming up with your own original movie or show or anything like that, you're the one that's in control and you are creating the entire story and the characters and the world and what it all means. And I feel like that is just... (laughs) Exactly what we were talking about before, it's so magical, it's incredible. (laughs) And I I don't know, I just find it to be really really fun to be able to take anything that could possibly happen in my mind and put it down onto a page and put it in a forum that other people can understand. And it's something that I really really hope is in my future, along with acting.
0: Along with acting, screenwriting along with acting, and Shay Rudolph I feel that this is a perfect match because I've heard that you have at least a million ideas.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do. My brain is always going. I always have ideas bouncing around, yeah.
0: What would you say would be your uh, opening debut? What I mean is the genres because you are always into comedy into uh, the more uh, dramatic side of it and even better, the two in one room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the two together are really special. I would say, kind of the same thing I've been saying, but probably fantasy is what I would really love. I think it's just, it's so special because you really can do anything. But um, in terms of like actual, like genres like you were talking about probably drama and comedy combined i feel like it's a classic combination for a reason they really just hit on a whole range of emotions and they don't stay in the darkness for too long or they're not always making you laugh it's a really good balance of the two but I also, I love so many other genres. I really love horror. I love watching horror movies. I don't know if I would ever <laughs> write a horror movie per se, but I'm, I never say never. So maybe one day I will, but I love horror movies. I love sci-fi, fantasy, drama, comedy, you name it. I will literally watch anything. So I don't know what I will end up writing and what will be my first thing that hopefully comes out. But um, yeah, we'll see. I'll see where it takes me
0: whatever a24 is doing you will do and you will create uh, <laughs> s26 or maybe one of your other favorite numbers
1: <laughs> honestly it would be a dream to work with a24 or make any movies of my own that are similar to those so I hope that's what happens yeah
0: <laughs> absolutely and if 20 A24 is watching now, Uh, you have actually, uh, the reason why I mentioned that is that you actually have the logo of uh, that production company somewhere on your walls. That's why I I mentioned that Um, in addition of having the Lady Bird cover.
1: Mm -hmm. It's kind of, this is tying back to what I was saying earlier of the whole like theme of magic, but it's part of my way of trying to manifest some things that I want in my future. So I have like a little Sundance logo and I have A24 and I have posters of my favorite movies because those are all points that I hope to reach in my life and things that I hope to achieve and art that I hope to create something similar to. So that's my way of manifesting. If I wake up and see it every day, then it's in my mind and hopefully it can fall into place and be in my future too
0: it is in your mind Shane Rudolph and to stay consistent would you say that as the day of today you you have a sort of um, habits of writing to put those uh, words this uh, black ink into the piece of paper
1: I do journal sometimes but not every day because I, <laughs> I forget about my journal a lot but there are moments where if I'm really really wishing for something or I have a really strong emotion about something that's going on in my personal life or anything like that I do often write it down because I feel like it's a great way to kind of just get it out and let go of it and especially when it comes to wishing for something to happen in your future i feel like a big step of that is also letting go so if i can write it down and kind of forget about it then things often do just naturally fall into place kind of like what i was talking about with the babysitter's club where it was just another audition and i tried to not think about it too much and then everything fell right into place because i didn't really overthink or dwell on it so yeah journaling helps with that
0: in conclusion, you have to reduce your time as a babysitter to be able to write uh, better and write more. Thank you very much, Shay Rudolph.
1: Thank you. Yeah, exa- exactly your point. But yeah, thank you.